0: Listeners are advised, this podcast contains coarse language, themes of an adult nature, and inappropriate thoughts about boy bands. And inappropriate thoughts by boy bands, motherfucker.
1: Hello, Amy Long. Hi, Zoe. Link's on. (laughs) Did
0: you forget my name? Yes. (laughs) What's your middle name? Mishka. Is it? Yeah. Mishka? Yeah, it's Russian. It means, Zoe means life, and Mishka means, it's the bearer so Zoe Mishka means the bearer of life I was really stupidly premature stupidly premature how
1: premature
0: Uh, about eight or nine weeks I wasn't due till the end of October Um, and my mum was on holiday in a caravan park when I came (laughs) and apparently three women went into labour on the same night so I don't quite know what they were serving up in the canteen that day something Um, spicy and they were in the cheap they were in the cheap caravan right at the far end of the caravan park you weren't born in the caravan were you? no I was born in hospital but then I was in an incubator for a couple of months mum said I was she told you the other day that I looked she, like a chicken she did say that <laughs> I it was a strange thing to say so I just smiled and nodded um, she caught jaundice after I was born and had to stay in hospital with me and when she eventually went home to my brother who was really pissed off at this point and his mum had been around for a couple of months he kicked off and said he wanted a dog did he get one? <laughs> no he got me <laughs> Okay, good. Mishka. Well, Mishka, what are we talking about <laughs> today? What, what boy band stuff have you done? We've had a very quiet boy band week. It has we? been a pretty I'm quiet back into work week. Yeah, work's
1: been really busy this week. In fact, you know what? So many people have been saying to me, How are you doing the podcast and working full time? Because it's like two full time jobs. And it's kind of led us to think about what's going to happen in a few weeks.
0: Yeah, so I, my boy band in this week consisted of um, booking some travel and hotels for my first chunk of tour. Mm. I've got my flights nailed down now, and I like to make sure that I'm staying at hotels near the venue. I'm not going to say where I'm going because I <laughs> uh, um, yeah, don't want to get stalked. <laughs> no, not that. I just, people invite themselves along with me. Mm. And it's always annoyed me. Mm. So, yeah, I booked my bits of talk. but it also had me looking at the diaries and and how we're gonna do the podcast when we're away. Because I go for 10, 11 days for my first chunk. Yes, and it's right at the same time you go away. Well, I'm and- not
1: away because it's all UK, but there are gonna be blocks where it's May. Basically, it's the start of May. Well, it's throughout the whole of May. <laughs> May, yeah, we're I'm both out out in super
0: May. busy, so we we. Thinking of ways of whether or not we take a break. We'd actually, getting feedback on this would be quite good because we know we're still quite new and we're not essential in your life right at this minute, but we're talking like 10 episodes down the line when you'll be used to waking up on a Friday morning and be like, oh, Zoe and Amy, mm. and listening to us on community work. So we're looking at whether or not we record some shorter episodes just to tick over so there'll be like maybe some half-hour episodes that run while whilst we're away on tour. Yeah. Or taking a complete break at all. I'm sure all fangirls will understand that... Because even when we're back, we then have to go and work. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we're going to have
1: just, plenty of stuff to talk about when we get back.
0: Yeah. But oh, well, we'll definitely do a couple of tour specials. Mm. Um, and I'm going to take a mic on the road with me and talk to some people while I'm out and about. But it's that when we are going to have time to, you know... I'll come back. I'll then be jet lagged for a month. And when are we going to fit in recording around then? So, we, yeah. How will you all feel about? Like, will you be bereft without us? <laughs> I don't want to feel that we've made that much of an impact on your lives already. But also, I
1: find it interesting that you suffer so badly with jet lag, and you do, and you've worked shifts and all of that. And
0: but do you know what? I never used to. So oh, when really? I worked night shifts and I was on that schedule, mm. my jet lag was not a problem. Yeah. But now I'm coming back to getting up at half four in the morning yeah, which would be getting up at midnight US time so I did mm. just the last few times have been quite hard on me so we'll see how it goes I might yeah. might be alright I might just be so exhausted I'll come back to sleep for two days and then I'll be completely <laughs> back into the flow of it I might try and get one of those light things. Apparently there's a light oh. thing you can hang over your forehead when you're on a plane. Oh, it, I don't quite know what it does. I've also got a couple of business class flights booked as well so that I will be able to sleep on the Fancy. way home. Yeah, I do like a...
1: I've only flown business class once in my life and that was with Zoe.
0: I do like a fold flat into a bed.
1: <laughs> oh, well, I do too, but I don't like the
0: price. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what happens when you have a friend who does so much international travel thank you zoe
0: you're more than welcome
1: (laughs) yeah so let us know what you think can you live without us Shall we do some mini sodes Shall
0: we do some just boy band no chat type yeah do you hate the chat i quite enjoy the chat yeah um but do you hate the chat would can you live without the chat would you rather have the chat and no boy band or the boy band and no chat Mm. maybe we need another poll Oh my on Come on, I this can't alongside it. this poll won't come with cupcakes. Um. Okay, good. No cupcakes. Have we have we done the boy band section? No. I thought we'll <laughs> tell you what the cupcakes bit is when we do the boy band results. So confusing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was when it's, we record. So we record everything in different parts and pieces, and and then we bring it all together in an edit. So it's sometimes like a
0: Tetris. It is boy band Tetris. It
1: is exactly Lie Tetris.
0: Yeah, it's good fun though. Okay, well let us us know. Yeah. Tell us if you will miss us. Tell us if you don't give a fuck. No, don't (laughs) tell us if you Yeah, actually we
1: need that feedback. I'm so sensitive. I'm like, no 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 we don't want your shitty one star ratings and we don't want your bad feedback. (laughs) We've
0: had some we did get some one star ratings. They're all in the UK and I could probably name I think there's four one-star and I can probably name them all now. It's did any, did any bitter... of them come from Nottingham? <laughs> it's, um, it, I, I can tell you exactly who the, the bitter bitches that have done that <laughs> are. <laughs> just, I, I find it ridiculous that as grown women in a, doing something that's meant to be fun, Yes. But especially for, for us, like for New kids fans in the UK to access them, the only way you get to see them is you save up three or four grand to go on a cruise yeah and that's a lot of money it is what is essentially four days but it's the way to see your boy band Mm. i find it absolutely fucking ridiculous that some of these grown women will do that and the way they i don't even want to say amuse themselves they go on this boat this trip's cost them four grand and they get their pleasure out of trying to make other people miserable yeah and it's it's essentially playground bullying. Yeah, really bad. And don't get me wrong, I used to go into Facebook groups and wind people up. I'd be on a night shift, and I'd go in and post provocative things, or you know, chat back, tell people no, that's not you. You're absolutely fucking wrong with it.
1: Oh,
0: like and provoke that, and you know, have a bit of fun with that. Mm. But I'd, shit went down on cruise, which is just downright bullying mm. from absolutely pathetic woman that that stems from pure jealousy and um, i just don't understand well, that's why you'd work so fucking hard yeah. to afford this trip and then
1: make it miserable
0: yeah
1: and well that's the reason you didn't want to tell anyone you were going in with danny as part of his group until yeah. he posted that picture <laughs> which we've talked about already but Have we? Did we talk yeah about that? we yeah, talked okay. about that already but you know i just think it's it's the same in the take that and world. And I actually get it's it. I understand crazy. why people
0: fucking hate me. I really do. Because I, you know, I can be an absolute bitch. Like Ooh. I really get it. Um, but people don't bully me. Mm. Because they know I'm not up for that shit. But mm. like, I won't. They essentially pick on people that they think are weaker than them. And it's just... You're grown fucking women. Yeah, it's really sad. Seriously.
1: No, we have the same with take that, and it's not. It's not so much out and out bullying. It's just passive aggressive social media posts, and I just want everyone to get it along. Comes from a place
0: of people feeling that they're small, and you know what? You fucking are. <laughs> okay. Sorry, that took another dive, didn't it? <laughs> I was like, let's do a jolly chat in between our serious bit. Just to
1: to, kind of round this bit off, I just want to say that most of the fans that I meet are fucking brilliant. I went to Australia a couple of years ago to see Take That, and the Australian fans welcomed me with open arms, and they could have been like... Fuck off! You see, take that all the time in the UK. Why the fuck have you come here and you're yeah. you're taking up some of their uh, our time with them? And they were not at all. They were wick- They were just fucking wicked. And the that's really the only take that group I'm in now is the Australian mm. and New Zealand fan group on Facebook. No, I hate Facebook, but all of those people that I met, I don't think there was one there wasn't a single person that I didn't like and who didn't embrace me and a lot of them are expats but it was just a completely different thing and here in the UK it can just be really really tough to be yeah. part of I, a fandom I
0: love meeting people that's why I'm a journalist mm. I've been a journalist since I left school mm. because I find people absolutely fascinating mm. and I... I told you my jerry springer t- story before in the podcast have i done that no have i talked about jerry springer i had, once had to go out to dinner with jerry springer when he was over in the uk p- promoting his show i don't
1: think you've ever told me this story <laughs> whether you podcast
0: or not <laughs> so i when i was um <laughs> when i did the satellite tv reviews for the sunday times i was invited out to dinner with jerry springer he was over in the uk promoting the tv program and we yeah, it was actually really lovely. It was, it, couple, of, a guy from The Sun, a guy from The Mirror I think and me, the Sunday Times satellite TV correspondent and Jerry Springer's theory is that in every single person there are at least two if not three episodes of Jerry Springer, mm-hmm. you just have to talk to them enough to find out what those episodes are, so everyone has those stories in their background that would constitute a you kind of, I'm trying to think of a Jerry Springer episode now like my man cheated on me with my my aunt's cat. That 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 everyone has two or three of those within their story. You just have to investigate, them. and I've always been fascinated by people to that extent. Mm. You just get them talking, get them on the right subject, and everyone is just so such an intricate personality mm. and human being, and that's why I love going out, to, going on cruise. I can sit at the bar on cruise having a cigarette. And I would meet a succession of five, ten people. Everyone who I find fascinating. Everyone who has a different reason why they're there. And I love just finding that out about mm. people. Like, that's... That's why I go. I like to meet people. Yeah. I don't go because I like to make people feel shitty about themselves. No. And I, I'm i open-hearted, open-hearted. Everyone thinks I'm an absolute fucking hard-faced bitch. Oh, people think that about me as well. But I'm open hearted and open armed. I, I love talking to people. Yeah, same. It's why I do what I do. It's why we're doing this. Mm. I have resting
1: bitch face, which is my biggest oh. issue. <laughs> so I look really my, angry my, my a lot. i resting. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, same. Like I, people are great.
0: Yeah, and if that's, you know, you don't like meeting people, don't go to places where there are people. Yeah, it's con- confined
1: places like a fucking cruise ship.
0: Come on. Yeah. Wow. So mm. we're going away. <laughs> so the moral of the story is, uh, we're going away. We're going away to spend some time with these fans that don't like us. <laughs> yeah. But we find absolutely fascinating. Uh, so yeah, we'll, there'll be tour breaks. I think we'll, mm. we'll work it out. I don't know. If we'll We'll figure out our own, you probably don't need to know how we're going to figure out our schedules, it's probably boring as shit to you lot. Yeah,
1: but Um, we would appreciate your input.
0: Yeah, we're just preparing you for the the day when you wake up on a Friday morning and we're not there for you, because I too have attachment issues.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or abandonment issues. (laughs) (laughs) Right then, well, we're going to go into the Boy Band World Cup next
0: so let's just um here's
1: our interlude right then zoe let's Let's talk about how we've
0: eaten loads of cupcakes here are the results of the boy band video world cup so in order to keep this interesting for amy and i because we're Technically, although this isn't an official, you know, we don't have a royal seal of approval on this competition. It's just us fucking about. <laughs> um, but in order to keep it fair, we are that's, officially. That's basically the whole podcast, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> um, in order to keep it fair, we're gonna we're the adjudicators, so we're not allowed to vote. So in order to keep it interesting for Amy and I, because otherwise it's like, what, what's in it for me though? Like, why am I doing this every fucking week? All this work we're putting yeah. in. <laughs> so in order to, to like keep amy's interest peaked like yeah. i really wanted to be into this i'm mm. um feeding her cupcakes <laughs> every week so i have bought a cupcake for every single boy band there's a little cupcake topper with a picture of them on and as they get knocked out of the competition we're allowed to eat them so i but i'm also photographing this process as it happens for our socials so we can do like the destruction of the cupcake and like, so now i like feel like a sick. one year old cake smash but for grown-up boy band fans yeah um so i I just fed Amy two cupcakes. Basically, the two of the people that went out this week, Amy had to eat them. I feel sick. sick. Sorry, Amy. So anyway, <laughs> even though I'm fattening my mate up, I mean, it's that's gonna, gonna be really it. bad for tour, mate, isn't it? Well, like, I was on a, I was on such a good diet. I was doing so well on hmm. my diet, and now I'm gonna shout at everyone and everyone be like, "Why are you still fat?" <laughs> <laughs> and will be like, "I had really important cupcakes to eat. Like, I can't put all the pressure. I can't put." All the cupcake pressure on you no one's like, going to say <laughs> why are you still fat <laughs> you don't know my friends mate like, oh you my don't... god that's so funny I don't want to call them out by name but some of them will they might not say it to my face some of those bitches are saying it behind my back that is the
1: story of my life though Like <laughs> I was going really well on my diet and then
0: something happened I mean, a thing, the thing cake, happened cake or
1: booze or carbs who won round, yeah. round one Zoe
0: Match one in group one was E17 stay another day versus Boy Zones no matter what, which I thought was a really good little draw. Mm-hmm. E17 won with 51.5% of the vote to Boyzone's 48.5% of the that vote. Sounds, sounds like Brexit. <laughs> it is, except and we it doesn't pain an entire This result doesn't pain an entire nation. Uh, an entire continent, actually. Uh, match two well. was One Direction's The Story of My Life, which yep. is a cracking little video. great, great video. Uh, versus The Wanted to Walk Like Rihanna. But oh, I, oh, I love that video because yeah, it parod- parodies. Other boy band videos, it's got a little bit of humour about it. The result in that one was, as you could probably have predicted, One Direction 66% to the Wanted 34%. -hmm. Match three, absolute fucking landslide. Uh, A1, same old brand new you, got 14% to Boys to Men's Motown Philly, which got 86%. That's a great vid. I love that video. Yeah. It just feels really poppy and it's of its time as yeah. well. It's that I love it. So yeah. I'm really glad that one's gone through. Mm-hmm. And the final category. Now, girls, gents, Tony, we are aware that there has been a little bit of gaming of the system. You can't cheat. We made it very clear that... You're not allowed to cheat. You were voting on the best video. You cheated. And there has been a little touch... Of cheating. (laughs) It's not out and out cheating. It's, I want to call it a a playing the game, but playing a different game to the game that we told you we were playing. Like playing your own game. I call it cheating. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've had to remove some of the votes from match four due to the fact that like there's not that many of you there's a couple of thousand listeners now ish we can narrow you down like we know who follows us on what social media <laughs> we know when you voted for your boy band to win the video on facebook and instagram and twitter and then gone onto your work account and done the same thing so we had to remove some votes from hanson because you're cheaters, cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i said <laughs> So the results of Hanson's Weird versus Otan's Liquid Dreams. And sorry, Liquid Dreams is an absolutely brilliant video. It is. Blows Weird out of the water. Weird's a great song. It's a, it's a good video. It's got a storyline. Don't get me wrong. It, if it had been up against someone else, it would probably have absolutely hammered them it doesn't deserve to win against O-Town I don't want to alienate any of our listeners by saying oh you're no Hanson great but you are cheating so the result <laughs> of Hanson versus O-Town was Hanson had 54% O-Town had 46% so it worked you won your boy band goes through to the next round we're not voting for boy bands we're voting for videos yes so when we do the draw for who plays who in the next round I hope that Hanson get drawn against Backstreet Boys and then you're fucked. <laughs> savage (laughs) (laughs) so rolling on the matches for week two and again the polls will go up on our social media tomorrow so you will be able to vote on facebook or instagram or twitter we will i can't think of the word
1: i wasn't listening sorry (laughs) what were you saying
0: (laughs) the polls will go up tomorrow on our socials again uh, facebook instagram twitter we will accumulate all of the votes and let you know on next week. Next week's podcast. Yeah, we
1: should get it on next week.
0: Who has won. But the matches for week two are Duran Duran, Save a Prayer versus Blue, One Love.
1: One loaf of your mother's
0: pride. One loaf. One loaf. One loaf. <laughs> no? One loaf is all you need? I don't think anyone outside England's going to get the mother's pride reference.
1: No, well, let's move on. Okay.
0: <laughs> Match two, week two. Will be 3T, I Need You, versus New Edition, Call It Now. Mm. I looked at, um, I had such good fun watching the New Edition videos. Maybe because I remember my brother having New Edition records. Mm. And he probably would never have admitted that he was a boy band fan, but he definitely had New Edition singles. So I, it just really took me back. It was so much fun. I was oh, going to put nice. in Telephone Man, but Call It Now is just definitely much more boy bandy. It's yes. a much more, yeah. Match three, McFly five colours in her hair great video love it that was picked for us by Ziggy so Ziggy's the girl we met at I used to, I used to, be, normal. to be normal hi Ziggy hi Ziggy thank you very much for helping us with this because you also helped us with their opponents who are busted uh-uh. with year 3000 oh I love that's a great track that it's a oh, great so match so who's going to win that I've no idea that's tough that is yeah. tough and the final match for week two will be the Beatles with help Versus Curiosity Killed the Cat with Down to Earth. Oh, it's going to be a landslide. <laughs> <laughs> Curiosity really are like the the forgotten boy bands. Mm. Like they just didn't, although they fit the niche under our criteria, mm-hmm. they just didn't really, like when people, you do those, who were the 20th greatest boy bands in the 1980s? They very rarely hit any of that. Mm. Mm. I still have a massive soft spot for them though. Really, really. Yeah. Um, so that's the matches for week two. As I said, they'll go up... Tomorrow you'll get forty-eight hours to vote. We will. No, you won't. You get twenty-four hours. Sorry. Oh my god! I'm I'm the one doing the maths. You will get (laughs) twenty-four hours to vote, and we will announce results in next week's podcast. uh, When we'll be about four stone heavier,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and I will be vomiting on air. (laughs) So we're gonna move on to Jonas then. So stay tuned. Right, so Jonas Brothers is up. Yeah, how did they meet Amy? Um, well, stand by and you'll find <laughs> Oh okay, the <laughs> suspense. Oh my god. This they is so are so Carry on. Three brothers from the same family. I'm gonna <laughs> skip through <laughs> three brothers from
0: the same family, as opposed to brothers three. from another mother <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What's the other option? Okay, yeah, okay. Three brothers from the from same, the same family. family. Carry on. I'm
1: gonna skip through how their parents met as quickly as I can. They met in Bible college the end <laughs> <laughs> they met on their... Is that all we want to say about
0: religion in our podcast yeah. isn't it? they went to church
1: they met at bible college on their first day the their dad paul kevin jonas senior we're going to call him kevin senior for the for, to make it easy they he why, brought
0: why not paul that's his name
1: yes i agree i
0: i don't i don't it's write it's a very it. irish thing oh using people so my Entire family, well, not my entire family, the Irish side of my family, they all use middle names. Oh. So my mum is not actually called Naomi, my auntie Jean isn't actually called Jean, and my auntie Anne isn't actually called Anne. Oh. They all have completely different names. I didn't know your mum's name was Naomi, I just thought she was
1: called Zoe's mum. <laughs> the mother. El- the, <laughs> mother. <laughs> the mother. <laughs> so Kevin Senior grew up dirt poor. He'd been considered a music prodigy at age seven. Six months after they met in Bible college, he proposed to her and they got married in August 1985. They were both uh, 18.
0: Uh, knocked up? No. Okay, carry on. Just
1: desperate for the horn. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Sr. took a job as a worship director at a church in Wyckoff, New Jersey, but he was desperate to work in music. Can
0: I go back. Can I... Um... Not necessarily relevant, boy band, I bar. No. Okay. Moving <laughs> <Hang> on. <laughs> yes, please go ahead. Um, I am related to. No, I don't know if it's Wyckoff, oh. New Jersey. You're related to the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, did I not say? Perhaps I should have done this story. Okay, this is awkward. Um, <laughs> there's a Wyckoff in New York. I don't think it's the one in New Jersey, but I am related to the family that the that Wyckoffs named after. They're super rich. Oh. Americans like all in finances and then by related by marriage to the theatrical bit of my family. You know, I had all those actors and actresses yeah. who were much more talented than I ever was. And are you still in touch? Uh, no, they're all dead. Oh, carry on. I'm so sorry for your loss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> November nineteen eighty seven. Paul Kevin Jonas the second is born. Junior. Let's do Junior. He <laughs> is also known as Kevin. Uh, he's born in New Jersey. Kevin Sr. quit his job. They moved in with mum, Mummy Jonas's parents in Arizona, to help out with the family carpet business. They were living off food stamps, so they went to live with her parents. And then Kevin Sr. took a job that combined his two loves, music and his faith, directing. His
0: <laughs> two <laughs> loves, not his wife and his baby. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> No,
1: (laughs) directing a music programme at their old um, churchy Bibley institute in Dallas.
0: (laughs) Churchy Bibley, you can probably tell here, Amy and I aren't massively religious or into God. not really interested. churchy Bibley stuff. I mean, I respect everyone's... The wordy (laughs) book. The wordy book.
1: (laughs) I respect everyone's decision to have faith or be into religion. I'm not. So this required them to spend months at a time on the road in a 15-passenger van. Like the
0: Partridge van, Yes. (laughs) Meeting
1: with students. Then Joe Jonas came along in August 1989. Joseph Adam and Nicholas Jerry Jonas in September 92. They've got a younger brother as well called Frankie Jonas, who was born in September 2000. And obviously lacks talent. Well... He's referred to as the bonus Jonas, which is just feels really unfair.
0: It makes Sad. it sound like he was really not planned or wanted. No, I know. And so, all that. Guess what, Mrs. Jonas? <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> oh, Those poor stomach Frankie issues you've been complaining about. <laughs> oh God, she gave birth into the toilet, didn't she? <laughs> So some of the facts that appear in this podcast may not be true. May
1: not be actual <laughs> facts at all. We found them all on the internet, so it could all be bollocks. A few years after Nick was born, Kevin received a job offer to be a senior pastor at their old church in
0: Wyckoff, New Jersey. Okay, I'm assuming this is still Kevin Senior. Yes, it is. <laughs> not Kevin Junior. This at is the Kevin age of
1: Senior. Six. Yes. They thought it would be
0: a great place to raise children.
1: They didn't want to be on the road forever, and they were homeschooled by their mother. When Nick was six, he was discovered in a local hair salon and was referred to a professional show business. business- <laughs> <laughs> okay, when Nick was six, he was discovered in a local hair salon and was referred to a
0: professional show business manager. Okay, so Ooh, I take, made it. I mean discovered singing. Yeah. Oh, well, not, yeah. not discovered as some like incredible six year old hairdresser. <laughs> Well, I mean, it doesn't specify, right? <laughs> so who knows? It could have been a whiz with I think he history. was probably
1: being a precocious child singing while his mum was having his hair done. Yeah. He started appearing in Broadway shows at the age of seven. Over the years, those shows have included Les Mis' Beauty and the Beast. He played Chip in Beauty and the Beast.
0: No, i never seen Beauty and the Beast. You know I'm so like, Disney... Oh, <laughs> then I've got a, I've got a bit of bad news for you. <laughs> There's a lot of that
1: coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Joe had featured in Baz Luhrmann's production of La Boheme, as well as in Oliver, and Kevin was out, Kevin Jr., was out doing commercials. So they were all in a bit of a show-busy kind of commercial's a... Commercials,
0: like, not like the dude at the side of the road that's like... Giant golf sale. No, I think he was on <laughs> telecommercials. <Okay>. Yeah. Giant, <laughs> giant rug sale. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the spinning the spinning arrow. Subway this way. In 2003, Nick wrote a song called Joy to the World, a Christmas prayer with his dad, which was released through INO Records on Christian radio stations. Uh, the single caught the attention of Columbia Records, who signed him, and he landed the opportunity to record a solo album. In 2004, Dear God was released as the debut single from the album, followed by a... Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. Do you think it was Dear God? Or do you think it was Dear God?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say the first one,
0: but I really (laughs) wish it was
1: the second one.
0: I think think he's a little bit... you know, subversive. It's definitely my version. Right. Let's go again. Let's God. go again. Okay. In
1: 2004, "Dear God" was released as the debut <laughs> single from the album, followed by a re-recorded version of "Joy to the World," Christmas prayer. Nick, Joe, and Kevin were all involved in the writing of the album and recorded backing vocals. And the album "Nicholas Jonas" had a limited release in September 2004. It had originally been scheduled for a wider release in the December, but it got pushed back. And then that release got cancelled altogether.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's staying in <him. laughs> The new president can't of Col- <laughs> they think I'm a lady. <laughs> People
1: need to see the real Zoe. Everyone fucking loves Zoe. You've got to see what she's really like behind closed doors. The new president of Columbia Records, Steve Greenberg, hated the album but really liked Nick's voice. He heard a song recorded by the three brothers called Please Be Mine and decided to sign them as a group. The brothers named their band Son of Jonas, which was so wanky. Sounds a little bit serial killery. Yeah, a bit culty. Yeah, Son of Sam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. And also a bit like they're idolising their dad, which maybe they Come were and drink about.
0: this special fruity liquid. <laughs>
1: They also toyed with J3 and then just changed their minds. Joe said J3 sounded too much like a boy band name. Rude. And when they went on stage, he just simplified it and announced them as the Jonas Brothers. So he just kind of took the decision out of their hand. Around this time, the family split with their church amid a scandal involving stolen money, which had caused a big rift within the church. The band's brand was very Christian and they felt obligated to present themselves as such. So they were like, we can't deal with this stolen money bollocks. Mm. Um, Sidebar. During the early stages of their career, the Jonas Brothers were seen as role models and teen idols by their fans and drew much media attention when they made the decision to begin wearing purity rings during their time on the Disney Channel. Though he has stated that the rings helped shape his view of sex... Nick felt that his faith became more about his personal relationship with God. He claimed in 2016 that all of the youth at their church had been asked to wear them, so he didn't have a full understanding of what the ring meant. And Joe has also been quoted as saying, I believe in God, but I'm not religious in any way. In 2005, the Jonas Brothers started touring while working on their debut album. They toured with acts including Kelly Clarkson, Jesse McCartney, Jump Five, Backstreet Boys, and the Click Five. At the t-
0: Jump 5 and Click 5 got Must Be Boy Bands. Yeah, Must Be. We're on the list? Let's check. Okay, you carry on, I'm going to check the list.
1: At the end of that year, they were on tour with Ali and AJ, a duo made up of sisters,
0: and the Cheetah Girls, and in early... Wait, che- I feel like I'm interrupting a lot today. That's all right. I have questions, I come armed with questions. <laughs> I'm a... Cheetah. Big Cat. Big Cat, okay, not like... I sleep around, because no. that would be a really bad girl group name.
1: The Cheetah Girls, I think, must have been a Disney act as well, and it included raven Simone. Oh! Yep.
0: Tony Raven? It,
1: was it she Tony was the raven? little kid off the Cosby show. Oh, maybe we shouldn't mention the Cosby show. <laughs> <laughs> she was the little one off that, and another one did uh, Dancing with the Stars in America and was really good, and I think she danced with Mark Ballas, and she got booted off really early.
0: Um, am I what I mean? that They were calling in Take five and what five?
1: Uh, jump five and the click five. I've got take five. It's neither of those.
0: <laughs> five after midnight. No.
1: We'll
0: we we'll, we we'll The reason four.
1: No no. We
0: haven't got either of them. Okay, Jeez, well maybe one? they're not boy bands. They're almost two hundred. Carry on.
1: Up. In early two thousand six, <laughs> the Jonas Brothers opened for the Veronicas. Do you know who they are? no they are twin sisters
0: called veronica both of them (laughs) odd
1: choice but i'm gonna say each to their own i don't even know veronica's their surname they're they're twin sisters they're from brisbane australia
0: google more shit hang Um, on okay you carry
1: on one of the veronicas is or was going out with ruby rose who i love uh, the Jonas Brothers' first single "Mandy" was released in December two thousand five. Not that one. Oh,
0: I was <laughs> not the Barry Manilow one. An opportunity. To oh, start Mandy.
1: No. UK, and, UK, and you gave you me a donkey. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it, the music video were, went on to Can TRL I, in uh, February two thousand six and reached number four.
0: The Lisa, uh, the Veronicas are called Lisa and Jessica, and I'm not even going to try and pronounce their surname. Doesn't explain why they're called the Bronicas. We don't care, they're not a boy band. Where were you?
1: 2006 was a year of soundtracks and TV stuff. I'm not going to tell you any of them. In that summer, the Jonas Brothers went on tour with Ali and AJ again. And their first album, It's About Time, was released in August 2006. It had been originally scheduled for the release in February, but was pushed back due to internal executive changes at Sony, which was the parent company of Columbia Records, their label, and they wanted to have another lead single on the album. So the brothers covered two hit songs by the UK band Busted. I heard of them. How have you? <laughs> yeah. So this they, just they a covered for me to have actually heard of a fucking boy band. <laughs> They covered Year Three Thousand and What I Go to School for. Although they did change some of the lyrics in Year Three Thousand because they were considered too racy. What
0: lyrics in Year Three Thousand are racy?
1: Triple breasted women swam oh, around yep. town totally naked. Good point well made. <laughs> so that was one and the other one was they did they sang It had outsold Kelly Clarkson instead of It Had Outsold Michael Jackson.
0: I don't know cuz they offended the Jackson fans. Pass. I've got to say I go out of my way to offend Jackson fans. <laughs>
1: uh, well apparently we offend all fans by calling their favorite bands
0: boy bands, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> you really high pitched then. I know. When you when you rant on Twitter, do you like in your head is your rant that high pitched?
1: Yes <laughs> According to the band's manager Phil McIntyre, the album was only a limited release, which was fifty thousand copies, but that does mean that the album's price can rise pretty high on like eBay and that to a few hundred dollars. Because Sony was not interested in further promoting the band, the Jonas brothers considered switching labels, as you would. Uh, on October the 3rd, Nick's 2004 solo single, Joy to the World, A Christmas Prayer, was re-released again <laughs> on um, Joy to the World, The Ultimate Christmas Collection. It's nothing like flogging a dead horse. Also. Oh, it's honestly. Like, keep, it, keep it now. Keep it going. They then did some more soundtracky stuff for The Little Mermaid, and the second single from It's About Time was Year 3000. The music video of which premiered on the Disney Channel in January two thousand seven. Beautiful. Year three thousand debuted at number forty on the Billboard Hot One Hundred. It was the group's first single to chart and their first top forty hit. Yeah, go busted. It, it was at forty. The song eventually peaked at thirty one. no <laughs>
0: impressing you, is there? You're like top forty hit. Barely. Yeah, barely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The song eventually peaked at 31 and sold 1.05 million copies in the US. I do know that when they asked Busted if they could cover the song, they were like, do it. (laughs) Whatever,
0: mate.
1: Just give me me the money. Busted did a TV show on MTV years ago. I think it was probably mid-2000s called Busted in America and they went over there to do some shows and promote the band and I just don't think it ever went anywhere. James was going I think out we can
0: with. You can find it on YouTube.
1: I hope so. Okay, let's do it. James was going out with Cara Toynton at the time. Oh, he's End is Cara Toynton. Yeah, I had a row with her on Facebook once. I'll tell you about that off air. Yeah. Uh, so the Jonas Brothers were dropped by Columbia Records in yeah, early 2007. <laughs> Very. They went without a label for a short time and then they signed with Hollywood Records in February 2007. Around the same time, they were doing Gap commercials and they released two songs on more soundtrack albums from Meet the Robinsons, and then they recorded I Want to Be Like You from Disney Mania.
0: Yes. do? Should Shibby-doo. Are they just doing Disney shit? At this point. Are they owned by Disney? They've got some contract with Disney? What's it all about? Or Disney are just like, oh, these are three attractive young boys. They'll look nice and shiny on our channel that won't offend anyone? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I <laughs> literally asked eight questions and then answered them all myself. Yes.
1: <laughs> the Jones brothers made two appearances at the White House in 2007. Oh, On April the President? 9th, June. Bush? Obama? Bush? Bush. It was still Bush in 2007. Bush. I just like saying Bush. <laughs> Someone was talking in the office today about a colleague who's about got bushy eyebrows. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, she said, she's got bushy eyebrows, and I said, I don't mind a bit of bush, and then immediately retracted it. Uh, it was, George, it was w. Bush.
0: George W. Bush. Good old
1: Bushy. Isn't it... Tr- Bill Clinton's trending, did he die? Isn't it funny that we're nostalgic for George W. Bush? Right. Right. <laughs> oh.
0: What did he do? Bill Clinton is trending because he went out for dinner with Hillary. That was... Sub- Some absolute fucking shit trends, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, really important stuff. They went to see To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, double date with Chelsea and... Oh, it won't tell me because I'm in the EU.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not for long. (laughs) Anyway, they're at the White House. It's April 2007. George
0: W. Bush is there. He is. Trying to put on a Rain Mac. Yes.
1: (laughs) So it was during the annual White House Easter egg roll. Roll. Roll.
0: Yeah, it is a roll. Not hunt. No, it's a roll. They they roll they roll eggs over the lawn. What for? I I can't answer what for. For I mean, Easter. Yeah, there's like three set White House events where they allow it's members of the public, but inverted Commons public. It's like the children of staff that work at the White House. So they right. have the Easter egg roll. They have the bit where they oh they do Halloween so the trick or treating where they'll stand at the front uh-huh. door. And then they have the bit where they um, pardon a turkey. What? Yes. <laughs> you were about to tell me off for
1: saying, um. I, was gonna, I wasn't gonna. I was going to tell you off. I was going to say that I saw a clip of a kid dressed as Prince at Halloween <laughs> going and seeing the Obamas. And Barack Obama and this little kid dressed as Prince, there's a fucking brilliant video of it on YouTube. But when then you... you said, what did you say? You said...
0: What? What's the third event? They pardon a turkey. (laughs) So just before Thanksgiving, (laughs) they choose a turkey, and they they go. uh all right, you're the lucky turkey this year, you're not getting killed and eaten. Where does that turkey I don't, go? I don't know what they do with it after. I've never been able to find the answer to that so They just murder millions back, of other turkeys. Going back to the trick-or-treat thing, one of my favourite ever pictures of Obama is from the... I really um, like the way you're aggressively pointing <laughs> at me. <laughs> Sorry. There's a guy called Pete D'Souza who was Obama's White House photographer and there's this amazing picture he took of one of the kids... And i'm assuming it must be halloween mm. there's a little kid dressed up as spider-man oh. who is mucking about with obama and he does that like that, that hand thing where they shoot he's like this way around yeah he's miming that he's got the and obama's lying flat on the floor pretending that he got him it's That's just sick. the best picture oh god i D'Souza. love obama he's Pete the D'Souza, best amazing white house photographer
1: amazing president yeah. they sang the national anthem at that easter egg okay. thing <laughs> And then they went back in June for a Celebrating Women in Sports T-Ball game and they sang the national anthem again and then they entertained afterwards at the picnic reception with a selection of their hits.
0: (laughs) With a selection of their favourite sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) Have you tried the tuna? (laughs) 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 Their self-titled second
1: album, Jonas Brothers. Genius. They like releasing shit named after themselves narcissism it's
0: like um, when people have children and they call them after themselves oh like kevin kevin <laughs> jonas
1: <laughs> yes. yes it's exactly like that so they released that on august the 7th 2007 it reached number five on the billboard Hot 200 <gasps> in its first week Ooh. two singles were also released around that time so hold on was released two weeks before the album and sos four days before the album SOS was the most successful track from the album, hitting number 19 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 13 in the UK. Mm-hmm. It was their first single to chart in Canada, Germany, Ireland, Italy and the UK and was their first top 20 hit in the United States. Do you know it? Okay. I, I, it's not, I
0: don't, the one I'm thinking of is not, it's definitely not it. Is it the Rihanna one or the Take That one? No, it's not either of them. <laughs> It's sending out an SOS.
1: The police. <laughs> Very good. That's <laughs> not them that's No, it's them. not. It's not. I would like to say it's not a cover of that either, but who knows? It's definitely not. We're saying no, it's not. That's
0: technically called Message in a Bottle.
1: Oh yeah, okay. That is a great tune.
0: <laughs> Why didn't they cover
1: that? That's much better.
0: Right? We should have totally guided their careers. Call us, Jonas. Yeah. Even the bonus Jonas can call us. <laughs> oh, Frankie. <laughs> 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 On August. Do you remember the Sister Sledge song, Frankie? Are you a bit too young Frankie, for that? do
1: you remember me? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Just, finally, I'm not too fucking young for something. <laughs> August 7th, oh, this guy at work today came in. My colleague who's got the desk next to me turned 40 last week and she's off now, so her desk is still covered in balloons and happy 40th birthday sign. Is she
0: taking it off with a hangover or she just can't face the world? No, she's she's got
1: annual leave, half term, got a kid, whatever. The supplier came in and he saw her desk and he went, oh, Amy, is it your 40th birthday? And I went, actually, no, I was 40 last year. And he went... I was only joking. I thought you were like 30. (laughs) (laughs) On August the 17th, the Jonas Brothers made their acting debut in Hannah Montana, where they guest starred and performed. And the episode was called Me and Mr. Jonas and Mr. Jonas and Mr. Jonas. Genius. Fucking genius. They performed We Got the Party with Miley Cyrus, which premiered after High School Musical 2 and was viewed by 10.7 million people that night. Obviously, High School Musical was off the chart wasn't it that
0: that? Was so my nieces were well into high school musical we did them a high school musical party one year where they all dressed as cheerleaders and um, actually their first concert I took them to the O2 to see um, Miley Cyrus pre pre-PVC yes okay. <laughs> <laughs> they were only they'd only been I want to say five and seven maybe six and eight they were mm-hmm. quite young so it was definitely pre the PVC hot pant things where With you Robin can Fig. see what she's had for dinner
1: yeah I'm going to say labia. Not, <laughs> not for dinner. My cousin, my little cousin, loved High School Musical. And we watched... I was in Australia for, uh, I don't know, on vacation or whatever. And we watched Sing Along High School Musical and sang along. And her older brother came in, sat down, waited five minutes, took in what was happening around him. And then he said, in his very monotone voice... This is what they show the Taliban to get them all geared up before they fight the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he he was teenage. Okay. He was teenage. Oh, it's so fucking funny. Right? <laughs> also that month, the Jonas Brothers performed at the Miss Teen USA contest and co-presented an award with Miley Cyrus at the Teen Choice Awards. It's worth mentioning uh, that Joe said later that the first time he smoked weed was around this time, he was 17, with fellow Disney friends Demi Lovato and Miley Cyrus. So they oh. weren't so squeaky yes. clean
0: after That's all. As clean
1: as you thought, eh, Disney? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> eh, hey, hey? In November, they performed at the AMAs, performing SOS. And, so, you know, yeah, you know, not that one. And then they appeared in the 81st annual Macy's Thanksgiving Parade.
0: Who was in the 80th?
1: Oh, fuck no, yeah, I'm just
0: doing, you do that to me in the middle of my Yeah, and I'm like,
1: fuck no, I don't know. Google Co- it. it. <laughs> For their final performance of that year, 2007, they performed their singles Hold On and SOS at Dick Clark's New
0: Year's Rackin' Eve. Eccelente. Have ki- you ever wanted to do new, like, new York on New Year's Eve? No, too many I people. I can't think of it anything fucking
1: worse I love New York and I live
0: there and this year New Kids did it this year and they before they announced it they did a teaser and I said to the New Kid like when this information comes out about what's happening and am I going to be pissed off because I've got no days off left to take to come and see and it's like oh yeah 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 you're going to be really mad and I was like no tell me like Mm -hmm. am I really because I need to build myself up to it and he told me what they were doing before it was announced and I was like so you're doing Times Square and he's like yeah and I'm like yeah absolutely not fucking mad <laughs> <laughs> so i was like i couldn't think of anything worse than standing in the pouring rain surrounded by millions of people really? not being able to see or hear shit and he was like yeah and also you have to wear an adult diaper yeah <laughs> so I was
1: fuck like, that.
0: okay i'm absolutely out happy new year Wahlberg. <laughs>
1: goodbye in january 2008 the jonas brothers kicked off their look me in the eyes tour They performed several new songs on that tour, which was...
0: Oh, (laughs) Oh, I know what you're going to do. Come on. come on. Let it out. (laughs) can not even do it now. I want to do the look into my eyes. Don't look around the eyes. Not around the eyes. (laughs) Look into my eyes. And you're under. And you're back in the room. Yes,
1: so Look Me In The Eyes <laughs> Tour. They, so they performed several new songs on that tour, which were slated to be on their third studio album a little bit longer. They also collaborated with Miley Cyrus Yay. on a film that year about Hannah Montana. And they also recorded a Disney Channel reality short series entitled Jonas Brothers Living the Dream that premiered on Disney Channel May to September of that year and it documented their lives during the tour. After that tour ended, the Jonas Brothers announced they would be opening for Avril Levine on her Best Damn Tour, along with so Avril Levine. Oh,
0: Sorry, I feel I'm interrupting every two seconds. Okay. People are going to really be- ah, Skater Boy. Yeah. Would this, would this have been Skater Boy era? Must have been. That was all she was known for
1: for wait, about a century. Wait, and I will tell you, no, it's a little bit after that. Okay. Yes, it was after that probably still pre-Chad Crowder though.
0: Is he called Chad Crowder? I have no idea what you're on
1: about. Nickelback. Oh. She banging one of Nickelback. She married him. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, she fucking married him. She I said think... she wanted a skater boy. Wow. Well, he said, see you later boy. And <laughs> she ended that with Chad Crowder. <laughs> wow. So in 2008, June time, iTunes announced it would release four songs from their upcoming third album. Roughly one every two weeks. Each song occupied the number one spot on iTunes for at least three days. Then the album was released in the US on August the 12th, 2008. It debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, selling 525,402 copies in its first week. It was at this time that Joe Jonas starred in Camp Rock, which was an original Disney Channel movie, I suppose a bit like High School Musical, and he was starred alongside his close like friend, Bandcamp? Demi Lovato. I think it probably was like Bandcamp, yes, Camp Rock. <laughs> uh, the band also made their film debut and they played a band called Connect Three. During the filming, the Jonas Brothers co-wrote and co-produced six songs for Demi Lovato for her upcoming album, Don't Forget. The album was released in September and a soundtrack was released for the film Camp Rock as well that year which debuted at number three on the billboard 200 joe and demi dated for a while about a month but joe was really unhappy he got
0: <laughs> <laughs> After <only> a month
1: <laughs> yes he got really close to demi and saw the extent of her substance abuse he felt pressure to stay with her because of that but he was not happy himself he wanted to support her but it just really That's took f- its toll on yeah. him he couldn't express any of this though because the band, the the, the brand Disney, had to be Disney. protected, right? Yeah. Also, sidebar: Nick once went on a date with Selena Gomez and said it was awfully awkward. They went to Central Park; she'd never been there before, and they got followed by pap's. Nick insisted that they walk twenty paces apart, but it was <laughs> so obvious they were there together, and she was just gutted, and I mean, they didn't go out again I've, after that. <laughs> I mean, I've had worse dates, but. Dude, come on, really. I've, I've had much worse dates. <laughs> During the summer of 2008, Camp Rock premiered on the Disney Channel and in in Canada as well on Family and received mixed reviews. However, it was ultimately successful and a sequel was in immediate development. The brothers then started their... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is that noise? Elvis is having a drink. <laughs> The Jonas Brothers then went on their Burning Up tour in North America, promoting a little bit longer.
0: Oh, it's <laughs> He's still drinking. You no, know he's gone. Bless him. <laughs> he's coughing up a furball. <laughs> a Disney
1: digital 3D production crew filmed two of the shows on their Burning Up tour, and it included a performance by Demi Lovato on This Is Me and Taylor Swift on Should Have Said No. Oh, yeah. They announced on stage that the band had already written five songs for their fourth studio album, and they were featured in the July 2008 issue of Rolling Stone magazine, and became the youngest band ever to be on the cover of the magazine.
0: Which is quite impressive. It is. Yeah. Joe was. So date- how young are they still at this point then? Because it feels like not saying that you're, you've been going on forever. No. But tw- it feels like they've got to be mid twenties by now.
1: 2008. So if Kevin was born in 1987, <laughs> 21. And Joe was 89. 19. And Nick was 92. Okay. So, yeah, still youngish. Joe was dating Taylor Swift in 2008, and then he dumped her in a 30-second phone call. Oh, Joe. Joe. So he could go out with actor Camilla Bell. That relationship didn't work either, and he went on to then date Gigi Hadid, one of Taylor's besties. Who then chucked him for Zayn Malik?
0: Do you think Gigi did that as like a revenge <laughs> a revenge shag? Like, oh, he hurt you. I got you. No, right, like, leave this one with me. I'm sorting that
1: shithead out. I hope so. Okay. In December they were nominated for the Best New
0: Artist Award at the 51st Grammy Awards. Just say. New artists. it boys, it does feel like you've been going for about 52 years at this point. <laughs> it just like, feels like I've even been I, for like, that long. Even I would be like, no, they're not new.
1: But did they win? Well, no, it just says they were nominated, so oh. no. I wonder who beat <laughs> them.
0: Everyone agreed with me. What it, year were we? I'll find 2008.
1: out? 2008. It was confirmed that the brothers were collaborating with R&B producer Timberland on a song called Dumb for his new album, Shock Value 2. In an interview, Chris Brown also told JustJarred.com that he was collaborating with the Jonas Brothers, saying, I'm possibly doing something with them. If they want me on the record, I'll stay on the record. But I just wanted to write a record for those guys. Chris, no one gives a shit. Yeah, we're not talking about him anymore. Fuck you. 2009 began with a performance on SNL. And on March the 11th that year, they announced that their fourth studio album, Lines, Vines and Trying Times, would be released in June and they would be embarking on a world tour. They said of the title in an interview with Rolling Stone, lines are something that someone feeds you, vines are the things that get in the way and trying times, well that's obvious.
0: No, it's not, boys. Sorry, I'm going to need you to uh, expand on that for me.
1: Well, they also told Billboard, we're trying to learn as much as we can, continuing to grow. Kevin added that the overall message is it's the same old Jonas Brothers, in a sense, but we're adding more and more music, including different musical instruments that are going to add and build to the sound we already had. (laughs) Like <laughs> <laughs> Nick said the songs on the album are our journal in songs about all the things we've gone through, personal experiences we get inspiration from. We've also been working on trying to use metaphors to kind of mask a literal thing that happens to us. They talk some right shit. Yeah, pretentious bollocks. Before the release of the album, they released two singles, Paranoid and Fly With Me, And then Lines, Vines and Trying Times came out at number one, becoming their second album to do so. They were still doing TV, and in April they finished filming their first season of Jonas, which premiered on May the 2nd. Kevin, Joe, Nick and Frankie, remember him? Bonus Jonas? They all starred...
0: (laughs) <laughs> okay, can I roll us back to yes. 2009 Grammys, 2009 no it's 2009, sorry you're. It, they weren't they were nominated in oh, 2008, oh they were nominated in the December but it was the 2009 yeah, so Grammys so that's why they didn't win 2008 because they weren't nominated, yeah um, 2009 it was Duffy Yeah. who remember I thought that Duffy was shaking Stevens's daughter because I'd read it somewhere no, I don't remember <laughs> that <laughs> was it not you that completely no, no. okay Um, Duffy, the Jonas Brothers, Lady Antebellum, Jasmine Sullivan, who I've never heard of, and the winner was Adele. Well, there we go. Carry on. In August 2009, the Jonas
1: Brothers hosted and performed on the 2019 Choice Awards. Then in December that year, Kevin married Danielle DeLisa, a former hairdresser, with his brothers Joe and Nick as his best men.
0: Do you think it was the same hairdresser that discovered (laughs) him as a seven-year-old... It would be slightly weird,
1: maybe. I don't know, it doesn't state They're her all age, real, so maybe. a real Hollywood <laughs> dream story. No, they met while vacationing with their families in the Bahamas in May 2007. Okay, so that's a
0: no. That We won't dwell on it,
1: but they went on to have two daughters.
0: I'm just scrolling through the Grammy's Best New Artist nominations throughout the years, and I'm hugely fucking offended mm. that New on the Block never got a nomination. I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> Maybe you can vent your anger by
1: writing a strongly worded letter to the Grammy Boyz II Men got one in 1992.
0: or Boyz II Men and Colour Me Bad in the one year. There we go. Crisscross the year after. Oh, fucking Seal. I don't like Seal. <gasps>
1: 2010 was a quieter year. Joe was a guest judge on American Idol during the Dallas auditions. And Camp Rock 2, the final jam, came out in September. It was around this time Joe later said he broke his purity vow. Oh, He was dating actor Ashley Green of Twilight fame and he said he ransacked, well basically he was sharing a a room on tour with the drummer and he went and ransacked the room in search of a condom. When the drummer came back he thought he'd been burgled because (laughs) it was such a stake. He was so desperate to find one. On his 21st birthday in August, he got really drunk and fell down some stairs. His entire team were terrified someone would get a picture. So even at 21, they're concerned about fulfilling the clean-cut image. At the end of that year, the brothers took part in a concert at the White House honouring Paul McCartney's reception of a Gershwin Prize for Popular Music by US President Barack Obama. As a personal request from McCartney, they covered Drive My Car... From the Beatles' oh Rubber Soul. Oh my god,
0: I love that. We need to find that on YouTube. Yeah, I wonder if that
1: is on there as you well. You finish up,
0: I'm going to find it on YouTube so okay. we can listen when we're done.
1: In 2011, Joe announced he was planning on recording a solo album. I'm not going to go through this in detail, but basically it didn't go well. In December 2011, a new song leaks on the internet, marking the first time the brothers collaborated since Camp Rock 2, the final jam. Kevin hinted that the band's reunion was quickly approaching, so they'd not broken up, but they just hadn't really done anything together for a while. So they're trying to tease that this new yeah.
0: thing's happening and get Joe
1: had it. gone off and done a solo project, which had failed, and then they were like, "Oh, I think the tides are perfectly lining up for the future of the Jonas Brothers again, is what he told People magazine. In March 2012, they released a video on Twitter of them in their home studio, along with the hashtag Jonas Brothers 2012 suggesting a reunion was occurring. Nick at this stage was appearing in the revival of How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying on Broadway.
0: A lot of boy banders go into like musical shows. Yeah, show, they do. It? Yeah, they do. I mean, it, it seems like a really natural progression, mm. but it just yeah, interesting.
1: I would like to see Ashley Angel on Broadway, and not a boy band, but Constantine Maroulis from American Idol, who fucking love. May the 1st, 2012, they announced they had parted ways with Hollywood Records, who had been their label since February 2007. They stated the split was amicable, calling their work with the Jonas Brothers amazingly successful and that they wished Nick, Joe (laughs) and Kevin all the best in their future endeavours.
0: Excellent. Sounds
1: like bollocks to me. In August, Ryan Seacrest announced on air the first Jonas Brothers reunion concert after a long absence. Kevin began appearing in an E! reality series alongside his wife, Danielle, and his brothers, Nick and Joe, called Married to Jonas. Now, I've not seen this, but I've definitely heard of it, and it was on E! not Disney. Oh Yeah. Uh,
0: they've all grown up.
1: They then announced a whole bunch of concerts in Russia, Malaysia, the Philippines, for the end of 2012 and their reunion concert finally took place on October the 11th at Radio City Music Hall in New York City, where they performed several songs from their previous albums, along with some new songs also. They did again announce they would do two concerts in LA, and then a third date was announced later. First time, the second single from their fifth album was released on June the 25th, 2013. They announced their fifth studio album would be titled V pronounced five the roman numeral for five (laughs) however on october the 9th 2013 the group cancelled their highly anticipated comeback tour days before it was slated to start citing a deep rift within the band over creative differences follow Um. yeah Following the tour cancellation, the Jonas Brothers' Twitter page went offline and their individual accounts became temporarily obsolete, causing several media outlets to report that a breakup was imminent. But you
0: can kind of see where they got that impression from. I know it's it's like... (laughs) How did they guess? One and one and one (laughs) equals
1: 58. But... (laughs) On this occasion, they were correct, because at the end of October, they officially confirmed their split... And announced that the release of Five had been cancelled.
0: How do you split from your brother? Like I get that I this I get that this is a split. Like this, this is the group. This is the Jonas Brothers, the band. Yeah. But how do you then be like, yeah, mum, I can't, I can't come to your birthday. We we split up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, following the split, both Joe and Nick have stated they sought therapy to cope. Joe said that at that stage none of them had been on speaking terms and he felt jealous knowing that Nick was already working on producing new music. After the band split, Kevin went off, starred in Celebrity Apprentice and then he founded a real estate development slash construction company called Jonas Werner. So he kind of went away from showbiz. Joe began working on a new musical project. Wasn't sure whether to give a solo album a go again after fucking up the first one <laughs> but then he decided to form a band with his friends and some former touring partners they called it dnce a misspelling of the word dance dnce released their debut single cake by the ocean in 2015 do you know that one i do <laughs> yes. um, um, um. Cake by the ocean. that is it yes
0: Oh God, I feel so young
1: now. Yeah, well, their debut... It's a song within the last <laughs> 10 years that I've heard of. He also did a, a song called... I'm going to say it was called Toothbrush, but I don't know if it was. And Ashley Graham starred in the video and everyone was like, oh my God, he's got a plus-size model starring in this video. It's amazing. Good song, catchy. So their debut EP was released in October 2015 and debuted at number 79 on the Billboard 200 chart. Joe started dating actress Sophie Turner, getting engaged to her in October 2017. In 2018, he joined the Australian version of The Voice as a coach, a year after being a mentor on the American version. Nick, meanwhile, did a bunch of acting in film and TV. He worked as the musical and creative director on Demi Lovato's Neon Lights tour, released some solo music, went on to get the first top ten hit as a solo artist artist on the Billboard Hot One Hundred peaking at number seven with the song Jealous. He released his second studio album, Nick Jonas. Fucking named after him again. <laughs> he named
0: after his first studio album. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Island oh, through Island Records on November the tenth. The album debuted at number six on the Billboard Two Hundred.
0: How many names do you think you went through before he was like, Fuck it, let's
1: just call it Nick Jonas again. I don't even know if they do that. I think they just go, We'll call this one Nick Jonas. <laughs> Fucking, musicians, man. After he had the success with the song Jealous, he re-released Chains and he got to number 13 on the Billboard Hot 100 with that one, becoming his second multi-platinum single. Nick also served as a guest mentor for Christina Aguilera on the eighth season of The Voice. He formed the artist-centric label Safe House Records alongside Demi Lovato and Phil McIntyre, their old manager, in conjunction with Island and Hollywood Records and released more music on that label. And he received an award from the Songwriters Hall of Fame. He also does charity work to raise money and awareness for diabetes. And he got married to Indian actress Priyanka Chopra in December 2018. got
0: married... Seventeen times.
1: Yes, he did. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Indian weddings are like that, man. They
0: have to invite they the whole community. Look and amazing. They though. Do. I'd love to go to one. Yeah. Just look, they're so colourful. I don't know, man. So I mean, I fun. don't
1: like weddings really, but yeah.
0: So I don't that... look at it as a wedding. Look at it as a
1: party. <laughs> a party, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just... the, that is the Jonas Brothers.
0: Ta da! So we need to do scores. Let's have a little break, because I haven't had a Diet Coke in what feels like 32 hours. Yeah. And uh, we'll come back.
1: Okay, the scores are in, and the Jonas Brothers are comfortably in the number... They're at number two. ...position.
0: Uh, Number two! They did really well, so they've obviously done great on the US record sales... And they were together for eleven years, so yeah. they, they they do great on their endurance. I've, I've I've now changed it to the word I can't pronounce very well, longevity <laughs> to endurance. <laughs> longevity, because but endurance just makes it feel like it's been a hard slog for them, which we're finding <laughs> out it is. And um, they don't, they never lost a member, so they don't lose points for losing a member. They play instruments, they write songs. They didn't score massively well on style. Yeah, but then they don't have a distinct when I try and think of a distinctive look the Jonas Brothers had there's nothing that I go oh yeah, know that was not even one time no they was like oh well, there was that outfit no so yeah but they they're still they're high up there they they come sliding neatly in between the basically rollers who remain at number one and Bross who uh dropped down now to number three
1: well I think that's very respectable from the Jonas Brothers very respectable from three Christian brothers who Took drugs, um, broke their purity (laughs) (laughs) vows. Took drugs and Um, fucked around. I'm not talking about Kevin. He was a good boy. (laughs) Um, Great. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Jonas Brothers.
0: We'll be back next week. We haven't decided on what next week's boy band is because we're trying really hard to find one where they don't die. Yes. Yet no one died today. I know. I'd like to take that as a personal achievement that none of our boy band died. Nobody died. There wasn't a single death. There wasn't a single death. No. Gosh. Quite unique. Growth. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, it's my turn next week. So I'm still. Debating. Yeah. In my head. Who's got a, a story that doesn't involve a lot of death or jail time. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you very much for listening. Don't forget that you can contact us on. Twitter at The Boyband Pod. On Instagram. We're at I'm with the boy band. Or email us email us at theboybandpod at gmail.com and you should or we would like it if you could leave us a rating uh leave us a little review on wherever you're listening to us and subscribe to us that's the best way to find out when we're going to do your boy band and to figure out where they feature in the ultimate boy band chart
1: join us next time as we continue to find out who is the greatest boy band
0: but don't forget, the real greatest boy band is the one that was there for you when you needed them and got you from there to here.
1: Our theme music is Dance With You by Fire and Lights from the Songs About a Girl trilogy by Chris Russell. Visit songsaboutagirl.com Thanks this week goes to Good Housekeeping, Screenran and the Jonas Brothers for not killing off any key characters.
0: Hello. Hi, um, Amy. Yeah. It's me.
1: Hello. You all right?
0: Yeah. There's um, we've got a bit of a problem.
1: Oh well, I've just finished editing our second recording of the Jonas Brothers, so yeah. everything's looking good.
0: N- yeah. We we need to do Jonas again. What do you mean? You know how at the end when we talked about they split up and they don't talk and it's all really strained and it's sad because they're all brothers. Yeah. Um, the Jonas Brothers just got back together again. Are you
1: fucking joking? Is this a fucking joke?
0: No, it's. Anyway, I've 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 got to go. Um, I'll talk to you later. alright Bye. Bye. Fuck.